0: Well, guys, before we uh, get started on a show, we did take the last week off, and it has been a um, very sad moment throughout cycling that we've all talked about, and there's definitely uh, things that we need to discuss before we get into the, uh, the excitement that our listeners have come to expect, and that, of course, is the passing of Scarponi in Italy about a, two weeks ago, or a week and a half ago, sorry, and then the recent passing of uh, the young cyclist at the Tour de Gila, Chad Young of Axon Bergman, um, Hagen's Bergman. So tough time in cycling. And I believe my, uh, friend and supporter of the podcast, Ryan Fisher said it best that man, what the fuck? Yeah. Basically. Right? Mm. It's like yeah. golfers aren't dying when they're going out to go play some golf. And no. that kind of like hit home when he said that.
1: Yeah. And it's, I think, um, yeah, it's a hard thing. Cause it, 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 it gets it's one thing it's sad and then two it kind of gets at least for me it's kind of gotten my mind like just when i'm going out on the bike lately and i think the combo of like of uh being a big Scarponi fan and like following him on twitter and then you're like oh man his family i've seen his family you know that sort of thing makes it hit a lot harder but then you start thinking man i'm out on my bike it's scary out there um and just kind of makes you think of all cyclists out there and it's yeah you know it's a hard thing so
2: Yeah, it is, and it's unfortunately not the first time uh, professional cycling has had to deal with this kind of thing, and it probably won't be the last. No, I mean,
1: yeah. And it's,
0: you know, it just shows that there's that second one that came this week of a rider that I'm not very familiar with, you know, and it's, you know, who knows what his future amounts to, would have brought, and then you think about Scarponi, a guy that some people have talked about, Involved with Operation Puerto, probably of all people involved with Operation Puerto, owned it the most. Yeah. Really, you know, kind of was seen beyond that at this point. He was just a, a character and a legend in the Peloton, according to everybody, to the point that, um, you know, the, the whole setup and... Little guy, I was not the biggest fan because I didn't really ever care much about him, but when I heard you talk about him, that made me become more of a fan. And then I started seeing those... uh push it over the top was definitely Frankie, the parrot riding with him, And you could just see the passion. And then you start reading these stories about how he's singing in the Peloton. And I'm like, man, that's the stuff we used to do when we go to crits. And I'd be in the back before I told everybody I had a flat tire, but I'd be trying to sing some maiden that I was just introduced to by Spencer or something, you know, and it's uh, all of it together. Very, uh, very sad. And, um, you know, definitely, uh, wish the best to the uh, families and those affected that know them personally. And not just us as fans that yeah. were affected by them.
1: Well, for both, I mean, for both riders that passed away, I mean, it's been nothing but what you've heard from all their fellow riders, whether the European pros or the American pros, just like mm-hmm. uh, so so many warm things from other riders, um, you yeah. know, being so touched and hurt by it. So, you know, I mean, that's, it's, sad that it's, it's great to see, uh, um, you know, the Peloton have this um, sort of brotherhood out there, you know. Um, Despite the fact they're out there all racing, they all do seem to care about each other and and are friends across teams and, 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 you know, deeply moved by all this. So, you know.
0: I think that uh, this is how I want to leave on the Scarponi thing and uh, also Chad Young is that the uh, Scarponi, some of his last tweets were, you know, to his swan years and his teammates and the family, right? Like the whole setup that he thought of. Things more than just cycling, and I feel that was uh, that's that's what's important at times like this. So yeah, we are out there on the road. So uh, be safe and uh, do what you can. But um, I think at this point, guys, let's uh, let's do the unenviable task and start the show.
2: Okay. All right. Sounds good.
3: You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. <laughs>
2: and rumors straight from the source, theslowridepodcast.com, and on Twitter
3: at theslowridepod.
0: Hello and welcome to the 153rd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando,
1: Florida, where it is starting to get hot. Uh, this is Matt, Minneapolis, where it's gotten cold again. And this is Spencer
2: in Boston, where I don't worry about the weather because it changes every day. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, the only reason I brought up the weather, guys, is that before we went on the air, you were giving me a lot of flack because I have a lawn service, and it was 95 degrees out when I climbed up onto the roof of my house to do some gutter work. So, uh, you know, it's hot. Yeah. you know,
1: I mean, did you not think it would be hot? You
0: live in Orlando. (laughs) I know. Well, I didn't think it would be this soon. It's not, you know, I know May starts tomorrow, but it, it's...
2: Sam, whoop. this is probably the most gutter work that you've done since uh, I probably put you there in the Durand Road Race in Wisconsin back in nice. the day.
0: And work, that was pretty Spencer. much over the yellow line when you did that. So, uh, you know, thanks for that. Uh, uh-huh. Do you guys remember doing that Durand Road Race back in the day? And they used to... Uh, There's that unmarked road with the hill, right? No yellow line. And the guy yeah. would stand up at the top yeah. with binoculars yeah. with I like a birding that. telescope to see who was over the yellow line to... Relegate, yeah, and that was a non USA cycling race. Yeah, um, it was an Abra race, and it was great because he would actually relegate people left and right for being over the yellow.
2: Yeah,
0: and he would scope them out. It was that was pretty amazing.
2: That was pretty amazing. <laughs>
0: so, anyways, that, that's just a blast from the uh, past, but a lot to talk about. Um, Liege, Bastogne, Liege was the big race that we did not uh, talk about last week. Valverde wins once again. He's pretty much going to win these for as, you know, as long as he's uh, still racing, so well into his uh, you know, 45, 46 years old, so another mm-hmm, eight yep. or nine years. Poor Dan Martin is never going to be able to win because he'll probably retire by the Poor. time uh, Valverde <laughs> <laughs> quits. Yeah. Dan Martin and, will
2: definitely retire
1: before Valverde. I, yeah.
0: One of our more popular tweets as of late um, – Uh, was the fact that Valverde donated the uh, winnings to the Scarponi uh, family, which I thought was a very nice um, gesture. And more importantly, I think it really puts into perspective what Scarponi meant. We alluded to that earlier, but also it's kind of like the humanization of – of Valverde, right? Like he's yeah. such a hated character by so many, especially in the interwebs and the Twitter communities that we uh, that we're involved with. That there's yeah. a lot of uh, acquired taste with him, mm-hmm. and I feel that that gained a lot of respect, but not in a cheap way. I don't so, think that people are looking yeah. at it as like cheap. They're just kind of like, you know what? I don't really like the guy. I don't trust him, but he's actually got some kind of a heart. And I think right. that's a and so point and
2: out. so that's that's the kind of realization that I mean. That I had, I mean, I liked him anyway. But like, you mentioned Scarponi being caught up in the Puerto thing, and Valverde's had his his share of uh, troubled past. And like, even locally racing back in the day in Minnesota, we had like Adam Bergman get get popped for EPO and do his two years and come back to racing. And like, you kind of raise an eyebrow at those guys. But like, you know, we knew. Bergman personally he's a nice guy you know he's a friendly guy like he's a likable guy he made some bad choices and that's like always the problem with doping right like it's not always like Dr. Evil that's doping right like yeah it it can be a a perfectly nice dude that just you know made some bad choices and you know ended up in a bad place
0: now little guy I do have to ask you now Spencer I know you're disappointed that American Dan Martin who got second lost in the sprint uh, did Mm -hmm. not win But, little guy, are you okay with Valverde winning this? Or would you have preferred uh, Michael Kiewakowski or maybe
1: fourth-place finisher Michael Matthews for the win? (laughs) I (laughs) did not want Michael Matthews to win. I was worried about him in that group. No, I'm okay with Valverde winning. I mean, I was really pulling for for Molo from Cannondale, um, you know, for a couple reasons. One, because, man, Cannondale needs a win. (laughs) They need a win bad, and that would have been huge. And two, uh, you know, like— I'd read that there's the piece from the day before or something uh, where the Cannondale director was saying how Formola had been a big Scarponi fan when he was a kid since he's so young. And, and for, it, for Italy to get a win so mm-hmm. soon after, that sort of thing would have been, you know, Italy, Italy's not exactly the cycling powerhouse they once were in a lot of ways. So it would have been, that would have been huge on a, a bunch of different levels. But Valverde winning, I'm not fine with that. He's a machine. Mm-hmm. All right, and well, I, just... I mean, I like it the fact that he keeps sticking it to Dan Martin. Personally, I'm not a huge <laughs> Dan Martin fan, and it's it's kind of funny that he stuck it to him twice during the week, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, because we, you know, the other part is uh, flesh alone, yeah, right, where he once again beat Dan Martin, uh, you know?
1: What well, can and... Dan? I mean, Mart really, Martin's in a tough spot. I mean, and he didn't even have. Uh, he had teammates that could have been his own nemesis, but, you know, you know uh, Philippe was hurt, and Ve- Gilbert, we didn't even talk about the fact that Gilbert won Amstel with a bruised liver or kidney or something. That came out after the last time we podcast, that yeah. you, can't even, you can't even puncture vital organs in Gilbert and keep him from crushing you <laughs> in a bike race. Um, <laughs> the only way to beat Gilbert is to puncture an organ and then have him like get drunk on the stage and then he has to take time off after that. So now
0: yeah. third place in flesh was a gentleman named Dylan tunes of uh, BMC of Belgian. And I'm just warning you guys now that, uh, that's you're gonna pick probably like going to become now? my new guy uh, that I pick all the time. Cause yeah, I'm just sh- like, whoa, we you got third it. at flesh last year. So sorry, uh, <laughs> T spanute you're out. Dylan tunes is <laughs> the new super rookie <sighs> pick.
1: <laughs> Riders should be nervous if 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 they're sort of a under the radar rider and they pop into a top ten because then they're on Tim's radar and then he could start start cursing them periodically on the podcast.
0: And yeah. uh, so those were the big races that that we did miss. And today, finishing up, um, we will talk about Tour Romandy Romandie and. You know, it seemed like a a decent race. I mean, I don't really care too much about it, except that Nairo won it last year, and he was not there this year. Um, TJ Mangardner finished in a solid sixth place, just a minute 16 down on. um, Yeah. Little guy, Richie Port, takes Uh, the victory by 21 seconds in the final time trial over Simon Yates. Now, is Simon Yates the Yates brother that had some difficulties with doping, or is that Adam Yates? Can
1: one of you guys help me out? Here's the thing. I can never remember which one was really good at the tour last year. Can you guys Uh, remember? We do a cycling podcast, and I can't remember which Yates had like a great Tour de France last year.
0: Well, I think it's the you know, but this is again is the the (laughs) problem, right? Is that you
1: have the Yates brothers that we don't
0: know who is who, and again, the was it blood abnormal abnormalities like it wasn't a, a full on testing positive I mean it wasn't like a uh, I don't even right? remember it for the life of like, me it, what like it was. you just feel kind of like we don't even know anymore I know that's kind of sad but anyways third place was uh, uh, Roglic of team Lotto who almost found himself getting second place losing by just five seconds to Yates yeah Roglic looked like a machine out there <laughs> from what I can gather on cycling news
1: fun intended
0: um, wow He's uh, quickly becoming a one-week stage racer.
1: He is. I mean, he's he's been racing well all year in these one week races. So, um, <clears throat> what, guys, no? a,
0: a quick a quick Google of Yates
2: Brothers uh, yeah. really only brought up that there's a Yates Brothers Motors uh, used car sales uh, shop in Fort Worth, uh, Texas. So. so, what kind of very... what do they
0: sell? What what do they have on their website right now?
2: There's a sweet picture of a Camaro and a, what looks to be a Mustang. So um, I'm that thinking might be, that's not actually what yeah. they sell.
0: That might be different so,
1: Yates brothers.
0: Because here's <laughs> the here's the problem. When on my uh, Saturday ride that I went on, we went on some KOM hunting around Orlando, just a quick like hour and a half jaunt, a couple mm-hmm. freeway we, overpasses. It was the really Puerto Rican them. parade, like the Puerto Rican Day celebration here in Orlando. There is a, a parade. And there was the Suzuki Samurai Club of, I believe, Kissimmee, Florida. They had at least that 10 Suzuki Samurais all lined up, totally decked out in Puerto Rican flag yes. uh, uh, regalia. Oh, my God. I kind of want a Suzuki Samurai now.
1: These things <laughs> were amazing. They're pretty <laughs> sick, man. That's pretty cool. And,
0: and then there was a bunch of what looked like Toyota Supra station wagons.
1: No, i thinking it's not a thing. That's called a Cressida.
0: Cressida, thank you. Okay, Cressida, way. It's got a
1: Supra engine. It's, okay, so that,
2: little general. guy, your your uh, you know, your imaginary dream uh, professional team was sponsored by JapaneseImportedCars.com. dot <laughs> com. Yeah. Could how effective would Nostalgia a samurai be as a follow car?
1: Uh, it'd be really good for the gravel grinding and stuff because it's got four wheel drive. Pretty capable little machine, I think. Yeah, but probably it's like hold, the size oh, of a Miata, though. Could yeah, because you can get over anything.
2: Now I'm but, thinking in Crits, it wouldn't be so good.
1: No, because it probably tip any over in kind of the corners. High go-to.
2: speed <laughs> corners, yeah. But well, road races, why... gravel grinders could be the
1: go-to. Well, I mean, I'm all for the I'm all for the uh, Cressida wagon. Then you <laughs> rear wheel drive, <laughs> got a Supra engine in those bad boys. You can get a stick. There is version. at least
0: five Cressida wagons.
1: Nice, so, that's pretty sweet.
0: Was... This was quite the collection, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. And if you look at the uh, Strava, there's this one section where we're just obviously going back and forth up and down this road where they were all parked taking a ton of pictures. It was, it was great. Nice. I love seeing stuff like that. So hopefully Yates Brothers Motors um, can help us out as uh, we get back um, to the actual bike racing. Yeah, actual bike racing. Yeah, um, so,
1: okay. Are you guys concerned that uh, – here's the only thing I take away from Romandy because I didn't watch any of it. I've kind of even been in the mood to watch cycling watch. Um I'm saving it for the Giro, I guess. That, That's fair. Port wins. He's not even racing the Giro. you got a whole bunch of Giro contenders there who couldn't even keep up with Port. Are these guys all undercooked, or are they coming into the perfect form? Like, is TJ under? Because he couldn't lead. Like, uh Posavio was there. You know, there's a bunch of these dudes. Kelberman. Yeah. Well, um, this, yeah, well,
2: this kind of uh, is the same as my Zachary. theory with the Tour and coming into the Tour in form is... You know, yeah. If you're if you're winning the race the week before, not gonna be good at the. Do
1: tour. you think they're good? Because you know, like Rand was there; he finished 21st overall. You know, it's like Can you've we... got all these guys that.
0: Well, let's roll it into the next part, though. Is Roman D really the buildup for well, the it's... Giro? Yeah, right. Maybe. Is it the
1: Dauphiné Maybe. to
0: the yeah uh, the tours? Or...
2: The Tour, look Dauph- at, um... tour Dauphiné? Because here's the thing:
0: <laughs> Nairo won today. <laughs> Where is Nairo racing right? But now? he was racing the Vuelta Asturias Julio Alvarez Mendo. See, it I was think the that's stage. see
2: that's tough to say. Yeah, that was you're, a
0: two point one. That, that was, was a so Tour de Romandie is uh, it's a two point so it's a multi day yeah. uh, world tour race and this was a multi day uh, one level. So like you know you do have a little bit more um, continental teams, yeah. but Nairo won in some horrible conditions. Yeah, and I I don't know. They're, I'm starting yeah. to. So That's good trading question. because
2: there will be bad days at the Jiro. So. Let's
0: roll this into the next part, right, which is, of course, the Jiro, which starts on Saturday. Is Nairo – you know, a lot of talk about Nairo being going for the double. Yeah. A, is he going to do it? Or B, what his team manager is already starting to downplay the fact that he's going for the win at the Jiro. They're like, oh, if he gets the win, if he's there, then we'll go for it. Yeah. But it's really the build for the tour because I remember last year he had a kind of crappy tour. But one he hell of a welter, Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. I, I, I think that's when they're playing all along. They're, they're like, why not just roll the dice on it? I, I just think, yeah, I think he's probably, I guess I don't know. But he seems to be winning everything he races. But it feels like that race that I can't pronounce that he's doing is just, it's, 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 a, Great it's like out. a kid's race. Is, it's like a local race. It's I it's think like, that's
2: the first thing we've not been able to pronounce on this uh, podcast.
1: You know, <laughs> um, This is like Nabali doing yeah. Cro- the Croatian tour, though. That felt like he was like, He wasn't racing in the big leagues. He he was under form, so he's hiding in Croatia, and it feels like Nairo's hiding in wherever this race is. Not sure. Well, and Spencer,
0: you know, you brought it up, but Dustin Kilness uh, hits us up on a Slow Ride podcast at gmail.com and says, "So, do you guys seriously don't know how to say people's names, or are you just having fun with it? Because you guys are horrible at names." Wait, what was it? Who, Who emailed us? Good podcast, Dustin. Kill, kill Nice? Kill, kill Nice?
1: I believe. Kill, yeah. kill Nice. Uh, yeah. Our secret so, is never coming out. So, anyway. So,
0: I, yeah. So, I, I think my,
2: the my, my theory for the tour is if, if you win the Dauphiné, you're not going to do well at the tour. If you finish about fifth or so in the Dauphiné, you're going to have a good tour. And I think it's similar with Roman D and races like this before the Giro is that. Uh, yeah, look at those guys in like fourth through seventh. They're gonna do well at the yeah. tour or He's at the Giri, Giro. Sorry, Fabio. So,
1: oh K- Kelderman Spencer. That's why you're saying it because you're both <laughs> Kelderman is seventh on GC. I mean, uh, yeah, well, I you're hope you're seventh, right, Yeah, <laughs> there's some guys who I want to have a good. I'd hope to yeah. have a good Giro who are pretty far off, um, including Mathias Frank. Who I don't know if he's riding it, but I didn't even know he's on AG2R. So, hey, good job, Mathias. Uh, congratulations on getting that gig after I am cycling. Just learned about it. <laughs> now, um,
0: full start lists have not been released for the Giro, but most of them are kind of uh, yeah. locked in for the most part. We all um, who do you guys uh, – so you got Nairo. We have Kreiswick from uh, Yellow Lotto, uh, obviously one of the favorites after his disastrous crash and Astana announced today that they are only going to be racing with eight members in the Giro this year in honor of Scarponi who obviously would have been the team leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys uh what are you guys thinking overall
1: for the Giro? Who's the who, who are the people to watch? Nibali? Nibali's one to watch. I think mm-hmm. I think we got to go through I, maybe you guys have picks, but I don't really feel like I have a pick. I feel like I can kind of do what you're doing Tim's like I can name 5 or 6 guys but I don't know who's going to win. Nabali's definitely going to be up there. TJ, Posa, Vivo. Posa Vivo hopefully will be up there. Uh Pino. Right? That's that's yep. interesting. So Pino, uh, yeah, okay.
0: TJ TJ's going to be there. He's also being led by his top uh domestique on BMC uh Dylan Tunes. So <laughs> pretty excited about that. Uh as he's going to be there. Uh, we have one Tivo, of the Yates
1: is riding. Pino? Yeah. Yes. Adam,
2: Adam Yates is riding. That's either the good one or the bad one. Uh, I think Kreiswick is, is obviously going to be a guy to watch. You know, there, there's a ton. The jira's fun because, yeah, you don't really know the Grand Tour form so, yet.
0: Let me throw this one out here for you guys. Little okay. guy. Yeah. Pure Roland. Well, Top five?
1: Okay, so no, I was just about to say, I'm looking at Cannondale. They have uh, one, two, three, four guys who could because this is Cannondale, they could possibly do a GC. They could either get top five, or they could get like 154th, right? Roland, Dombrowski, uh, Hugh Carthy, uh, and Formolo, and even hot, hypothetically Michael Woods, because every time he shows up in a bike race, somebody talks about how he's got a huge VO2 max, which just <laughs> sounds like a lie, because he's, like, he's always like fifth place, but they're like, but he's got a huge VO2 max. Well, who f- freaking cares? He should win something, then. Um... But yeah, I think they're doing their standard thing. They've got a whole bunch of guys, so they're gonna throw them all at the wall, and probably nothing will stick. But you never know. Um, uh, Malima's definitely got to be a favorite for Trek. So I'm interested to see what Malima can do because um, he seems like one of those guys who's who was too focused on the tour. Yeah, was never gonna win the tour, and yep. I like I like this forced reconcentration. Uh, you know, because of Consador showing up on the team, I think it's I think it's actually be hopefully really good for him, and he'll get a he'll get a result because I, I don't think, think he's ever a... been on a podium, you know, oh, and people <laughs> pizzato that's my outside pick for the podium too, okay
0: now, little guy, who is the guy a few years back that um got like a couple of top tens of the tour, and then team Sky signed him, and then I was really into him for a little while, and then he never did anything with Team Sky. He was on NetApp and Dura. <laughs>
1: Do you remember this guy? Yeah, what is his name? I can't even think. Like, like remember, he just, like,
0: disappeared. I don't even yeah. know. Like, is he even doing Grand Tours anymore? Uh, he still on he, uh, he's still on
1: Sky. What is his name? Oh, man. I don't think. That? I just looked at Sky, and it
0: wasn't even there. Well, so. he's not Anyways. riding
1: this. Sky's actually got a really good lineup. They got uh, Haino, who's been killing it in the in the Classics, was doing some huge work for Kiwakoski, And then they got Landa, who seems to be riding well. And they got uh, Garrett Thomas. So they have too many leaders. I don't know who's <laughs> there. Obviously, Thomas is their leader because he speaks the most English. Um, and, you know, we know how they feel about people that don't speak English.
2: Boom. You were, you were uh, talking about Leopold Koenig. Uh, yeah, Koenig. Yeah, oh, what team is yeah. he on now? He's on Sky uh, still. So, mean. Yeah, he's on Sky.
0: All right. Well, this little guy, you just rolled that into Team Sky. Oh, no, he's on, he's on Bora. He moved to Bora this year. Yeah, that's what oh, I thought. Oh, did he? So I thought he did.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Well, good for him. I'm glad.
2: So he could, yeah. I don't know if he's riding, but he could he's be not. there.
1: He's not. He's not riding, but I mean.
2: Well, anyway, it, he's he's he, bound to have a good. He's a sleeper pick for the now, one of these grand tours, which everyone he shows up at. Because right. post Sky, he'll be good again.
0: Now yep. next week we're gonna review our cycling games, or sorry, our Velo Games teams. Now we are gonna have a Velo Games league, so yep. you will go to VeloGames.com. You'll be able to. Um, Enter your team. We're going to put this on Twitter because their league codes keep getting longer and longer. I'll tell you right now, the Juro League code is 580102543037. You're not going to remember that at all. Go to the Slow Ride Podcast on Twitter, the Slow Ride Pod, and you can find it. We'll also post it on our Instagram feed, which you can find us on Instagram, at the Slow Ride Pod Mm -hmm. as well. So we'll put it up there on the league code. We are on Velo Games. We'd love to have you play. We're going to have some great prizes um, for you. Probably. But uh, yeah, let's have some fun, and we'll talk about uh, who the steals are and who are the real uh, the the real winners because the Giro is our favorite race out there. Even though at the same time they're supposed to capture our attention with the Amgen Tour of California, which uh, starts in about two weeks. That happened. But the Giro is the grand tour of them all. We are huge fans. There's so many great racers and stories that will be in there. Um, one of my favorite stories is the uh, the Quintana brothers for Movistar. I love it when they get to race with each other. and That's uh, nice. That's a lot of fun. And just, oh, so much good stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, Dumoulin.
1: Just throwing well, out some late, late Dumoul- picks too here. Little guy,
0: I'm just also excited for you because Triple C Sprandy Polo Visa – Polka Dude, I, visa. I
1: don't like the... that team anymore. You know, you that. don't cause the no, not on the team. So I don't like <laughs> okay. what they got. They got Simon Ponzi and a Pat- <laughs> paterski. I'm pretty sure I saw Patersky at the airport after, um, no, I looked at his picture. Maybe it was him. I don't know. I the airport after worlds. There was one of the CCC dudes that was at, at the airport. He has a little CCC bag. And I was like, I don't know who he is. I can't talk to him.
0: I'm going to say it right now that if, uh, If Nairo doesn't win this, which I would love for someone to get the double, I think it's what the sport needs. I think it'd be fantastic. I want Steven Kreiswick to take this. I still feel for him because of that crash last year. Such an epic into the snowbank. We're never going to see something like that again. And he had the win there, and he lost it. Until stage 20 this year when he
2: puts on a repeat performance. It's going to be incredible.
1: Oh, It's going to be so good. I'm with you. uh, It'd be nice to see him. Have another good race. I hope he doesn't go you guys remember when Igor Anton was leading the Volta like six or seven years ago and then he just no. ate it in the like <laughs> on a flat road he just like fell on his face. And I don't oh. think he's ever even been in the running for a grand tour since then. But he had this one race. He had a lead, fell on his face, that was it. That was his G C career. Now he's been a helper ever since.
0: Man. And uh, the final thing we want to get to on the actual weeks of racing, Tour Yorkshire, we don't really care at all. Other than I did read the, uh, the results that were on Cycling News, and it was like, Powell's takes win. And I was like, ooh, Kevin Powell's? Like, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Powell's won a bike race? That's amazing. Yeah, turns yeah. out there's another Powell's yeah, um, turns racing out Serge sur- <laughs> Powell's of Dimension Data, who the Roland, talk about segues, guys. He is the teammate. Of Mitch Docker, who happened to email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Wait, 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 wait. And here's the is funny he... thing. No, he's not. Here's...
2: No, Isn't... he's not. No, huh. he's not. Well, who
0: cares? Spencer, you're totally going to edit that in post, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I can do that for you, buddy. All right, thanks. No
0: problem. All right. <laughs> His non teammate. <laughs> a guy.
1: Mitch... Wait, so a guy he races against who's on a different against. team and is a different That's nationality. Right.
0: But doing the same. Ra- well, I knew. I will. Doing the same race tour of Yorkshire. That's the segue oh, for you. Smooth Bill, the segue. Smooth segue. Mitch Docker emailed us out of the blue. I I got the email. I forwarded it to you guys. And all I said was like, wow, when should we reply? We kind of let it hang out there for a day or two um, because Maybe. we don't even know. We're like, wow, why is Mitch Docker hitting us up? So at some point we must have said we want to talk to Mitch Docker. and I'll yeah, I think we said that this. a few times. Okay, a few times. <laughs> Have you noticed hincappy's never reached out to us, but Mitch Docker would? I have no So doubt. I'm pretty stoked that Mitch Docker's reaching out to us. So one of these weeks, we're going to have the legend himself on the podcast, and you're going to have to just sit there and wait, because that's what we get to bring you on the Slow Ride Pod.
1: Very yeah. nice. Smooth. Smooth. That was...
2: Hey, this is Mike King at the Sea Otter Classic, and you're listening
0: to the Slow Ride Podcast. Oh, oh, it's the time for the pre Lap. Let's just forget everything I said about what Team Mitch Docker's on, and we're just going to roll right into this week's pre Lap. We'd once again like to thank the supporters of all supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network, Health mm-hmm. IQ. Go to healthiq.com forward slash the slow ride. Just slow ride. Just slow ride. Just slow ride. Give us some clicks.
2: Healthiq.com slash slow ride.
0: Can I say that my uh, father was in town uh, a couple, like a week ago? And he Mm -hmm. was, hey, I get daily emails or sorry, weekly emails with their quizzes. He's really into the health IQ quizzes and he enjoys taking the quizzes. And he was just like, Hey, it's pretty fun to see what kind of knowledge I have. So you, those are the types of quizzes that you can get and then determine if you can save money on your life insurance with health IQ. So if you're active in everything that you're doing, you can actually save money on your life insurance.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the podcast is supported by health IQ life insurance company that celebrates the health conscious, including cyclists. Visit HealthIQ.com slash SlowRide to learn more, get a free quote, check out some of those quizzes, check out their FAQ page, figure out what they're all about, and uh, get any questions you have answered. They are the professionals on life insurance. It's something you should have as a cyclist. Um, As we alluded to earlier, there's always risks in the game, and, you know, don't leave yourself uh, empty-handed. So check it out. Uh, support us, support them. They're great, and uh, we'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that's right. And a few weeks ago, we also held a contest for Michelin tires, and we now are willing to announce after the rigorous judging mm-hmm. of the WAP Power contest for a pair of Michelin Power Endurance tires. The winner was Matt Rabbit, who hit us up with a great photo because he we, we, we like self promotion. It was a great photo. Of the Dirt Field recordings, another show on the Slow Ride on the Wide Angle Podium Network, Friends of the Slow Ride Podcast. So Matt Rabbit is going to be getting two sweet Michelin tires. We'd like to thank Michelin Tires for the uh, support of the network and congratulations, Matt, on winning and uh, participating in the WAP Power contest. Go to the hashtag WAP Power contest to see all the other great pictures that were included. We had over like a hundred photos. uh, There were some great great. ones. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We really, it was, it was tough. Like we didn't, we didn't uh, pick at random and we didn't pick the best photo or the one with the most likes or anything. It was kind of a combination, a blend, a custom mix, a Belgian mix, if you will, of all those things. And, uh, and yeah, uh, that one came out on top. So it was, now uh, there was
0: a little controversy that we can go behind the scenes a little bit. There was a great photo that was at the top of, um, uh, my, my wife absolutely loved the photo when she saw it, but the problem was. It was from 2014, and they re-edited the they edited the uh, description uh-huh. to then hit all those parameters. Fantastic, yeah. so close! But then when we actually dug deep, because we are detectives, <laughs> it uh, just didn't fit the uh, the what we were looking for. But once again, we'd like to thank everyone that yep. uh, participated. Absolutely. It means a lot for us. And finally, we also like to thank the Wide Angle Podium Network subscribers and uh, Spencer and Little Guy we have so many friends and uh even family members that support what we're doing not Mm -hmm. just this show but all the other shows because there is that uh you know we've we've spread the word through word of mouth we're not out actually out there advertising we're doing this wholeheartedly just for the love of the game love of cycling with all the other shows and uh yeah so thanks for all that support
2: no it's it's true like we we get uh membership signups like i get the email in my box uh you know, when people do and it's always awesome to see. Um you know, but we're growing. We're we're trying to put out more stuff. We're trying to get all the all the shows uh you know, as professional as possible and, and bring you guys a great product and, and that support goes a long way. Um you know, and we're at about uh overall listenership, we're at about like one percent of our listeners are supporting. Yeah. And uh that that doesn't quite cover the bills, you guys. So like It would be awesome. Like, I don't want to, like, sit here and beg for change or whatever, but,
0: you know, it ain't free. (laughs) Well, let's go two things. You become a supporter, feels good. B, you get some uh, quality one-time content. We have some tremendous supporters out there that have also chosen to do one-time donations. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a couple of high-level individuals throughout cycling in the U.S. that have uh, donated. We really appreciate all of that love. Absolutely, and, uh, and then we also have the uh, you know the long term supporters that we know all um, throughout the uh, the community. So once again, thanks for supporting WideAnglePodium.com. dot Find out more. You can uh, take a look, and we are always adding new shows or adding quality shows. We got to hang out is the new one, but also Dirtfield Recordings absolutely slayed it with the most recent episode. So yep. uh, you you, you want to check that out. And mountain bike season's around the corner, so Crosshairs Radio mountain bike episodes fantastic. I can go on and on, but we'll stop there and we're going to get right back to the show because we've got some hard hitting topics to hit.
2: All right, let's do it. All
0: right. Let's hit it hard.
1: This is Tom Sampson. We're hanging out at Sea Otter and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast.
0: Oh, we're hitting it hard. I'll tell you how we're going to hit it hard. Did you guys see Tom Boonin's farewell ride? Did you guys see the video of Tom Boonin dancing on the stage to some
1: sweet music? I didn't see that. I I can't believe he
0: won, though. I mean, he's getting so old. Oh, yeah. I know. That looked like some hard competition that he had up against him in that final sprint.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He just cleaned up. Just plenty of time to post up.
0: Now, do you guys think that... There was someone in there that was kind of like, man, I could really ruin Tom Boonin's
1: day by just outspreading him in this final crate. Um, I bet that the repercussions would be way too serious if you did that. I, uh, yeah, I think there I, would mean no contract ever again.
2: I feel like maybe the field was curated a little bit as well.
0: It would have been great to be there, though. He seemed so happy. And these pictures that he's posted of just like, Hanging out with his family and just – I know we've talked about it before, but Tom Boonen it's been great. Uh, as fans, we kind of came into it right around when he did his miraculous uh, U.S. Postal uh, Paris-Roubaix where he was the new Dylan tunes of the day, right? <laughs> I would have picked on him a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was great to see. We also got a, uh, I got a text from uh, uh, Sean Hebb, a uh, uh, Wide Angle Podium member and a supporter he just hit me up with a link to a strava club that the title he all, all he would just sent me was just the title and it just said the not too pro to say hello strava club Very and i'm nice. kind of thinking of becoming a member because it all just hits on the uh the point that you know sometimes you just got to say hi to the other cyclists and i think about that all the time so thanks for sharing that with us um you can also email us and tweet at us like we have uh said many times before and um you guys want to get into the kind of sad, serious note that we need to discuss? And, of course, that is the... Uh, yeah, let cycle back. Moscon, the racist. Team Sky now yeah. going to self-discipline within their own ranks. What is it going to take for the this... UCI to <sighs> just step in and ban someone over this, over calling uh, racist derogatory names to uh, Kevin Reza of FDJ?
1: Well, does the UCI... I don't even know if the UCI actually has...
0: Do they yeah. need to. Do they have any? They, any, they need any, to, any?
1: or they need to create one.
2: I mean, well, they issue the licenses, right? They can, they can unissue a license, no problem. Like, what's stopping them? This well, isn't. The, they you never know do it that any
1: for anything. I mean, geez, there's teams run by like warlords, basically.
2: So. Well, what sucks is that this isn't even the first time Kevin Reza has had to deal with this in the yeah. peloton. Like, this is an ongoing thing. Like, it's not just Moscon. Like what is going on over there? Like, I. Uh.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, same thing. that's going on in too many places. I'd say. I. I still think
0: that there, the UCI needs to step in here, regardless if they have. Yeah. They, use this Absolutely. to create the rules. They need to take this outside of the hands of Team Sky. Team yeah. Sky let him finish the
1: race. Yeah,
0: like, that's where what feels the,
1: super crappy. as like where's
0: the repercussions here of this type of action? It is not okay, especially as the UCI is trying to make this more of a global sport there are the initiatives that we have seen yeah. with the UCI tour of Africa the UCI tour of Asia right we're trying to make this beyond just this this white sport the the majority sport of of the racers out there the eurocentric race and or races and all of that together you know they need to step up and take yeah. leadership on this mm-hmm. and Damp it out right away. It's disgusting. And and
2: Sky as well. You know, like, he should have been in the team car getting driven back to the hotel from, like, immediately, mid-stage. Like, oh, we're we're one team car down now. Sorry. And then on a plane back to wherever, like, you know, that night. And Team Sky being like, you know, that is what we did. What's the UCI going to do? And then the UCI can step up and say, yes, good, thanks. Now, Now now he's suspended for six months or a year, whatever it is. Like, I don't care. But they need to do something.
0: They need to do something beyond Team Sky, though. And that's the thing that gets, like, in the NHL, the NHL has a pretty um, strict policy on this. I mean, it's not the strictest. But if you're going that way, um, or people have used homophobic language, the people are getting suspended for mm-hmm. multiple games. Regardless of the time of year, yeah. you yeah. could be in the peak of the playoffs and you're out. And they've had cases of, Athletes that have used this language, use that kind of language that have then, you know, "quote unquote" reformed to the point where they're then becoming the leaders of the the community to outreach. Because hockey is kind of in the similar boat as far as it's such a um, you it's know
2: Eurocentric, you could say you're, that. Eurocentric, yeah, <laughs>
0: right. And they're it's trying outreach to outreach to other communities, and that's what cycling needs to do. And if Brian Cookson can't step up here and and solve this problem, I'm going to be very disappointed. Like, yeah, he absolutely. needs to step in.
1: Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I just don't know what... What I don't even know how the rules are written in such a way that he can. I hope that he can. I just don't know what, what is possible. Well, then they need I'm, to create I'm the more, I'm more okay. immediately disappointed in Team Sky f- for being like, oh, we'll let him stay in the race because we're in the GC. True. Like, okay. If a Sky just is constantly adding to their evil empire image, you know what I mean? After... after yeah, they, they don't just do so themselves much, any favors. They do themselves no favors. Like... Even from a self-serving perspective PR-wise for them, I can't believe they didn't just yank him out of the race and and bench him for a week or two or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how they're so bad at even making themselves look good, you know? Even if we thought they were just being, like, manipulating us by, like, doing something like that rather than actually c- caring. Obviously, they don't care. No. I don't know. Uh- it certainly puts that, puts that perspective
2: on it, you know, as a, as a fan. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, they didn't do anything, so it's not a big deal. And then the next guy that yells at like, poor Kevin Reza or Daniel Ticknell Hymanot or, or whoever is next, you know, like, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to go home. I'm not going to get kicked out of the race. I'm not going to lose any salary or any, you know, race days. Yeah. So why wouldn't I? Like,
1: yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's true. No, I, I I agree. I hope some, the UCI is able to do something. So,
0: mm. um, we did get uh, an email in uh, in to the solo podcast at gmail dot com from Sean Burns, a longtime listener of the podcast. And now I have not forwarded this to you guys just yet, but I will be. Yeah. Yeah. He you know, um, Tim, I saw this email, oh. and it's fun that you say longtime listener. <laughs> because <laughs> he oh, yeah.
2: specified that he started listening like a couple weeks ago.
0: <laughs> I know, but long time in in our world. We have no, I okay. have known Sean for a really? long long time. No, that's true. He wrote he wrote a uh, personal account of the Super Bowl 8. That's 2005. This is 12 years ago. This is the biggest bike messenger race in Minneapolis. I just want to point out something on here that <clears throat> mm-hmm. there is a section where he talks about the results. And Spencer, you're going to get a kick out of this cuz he even says, "Top local messenger Spencer, How fourth place and won the coveted yellow bag. But as the super rookie noted, this is sort of like being the U.S. pro champ. Yeah. (laughs) Because you weren't able to win it like the little guy did in true fashion. You had to go the Fred Rodriguez route to win the uh, coveted yellow bag in a deep fourth place. So congratulations for that, Spencer. I knew you were going to kick that out. Uh, Um, Little guy, I'll email you over this recap. It's pretty great. Uh, Brings back a lot of memories.
1: 2005, Spencer. Is that the... Was that the one that ended at Grumpy's? Because yes. you threw it in 2006? This is the one yeah. I threw. Okay. And,
0: uh, and okay. we were we all we the points at the end. Yeah. So yeah. No, Spencer
1: good. beat me fair and square there. I think I got, I was like down. I was 10th or 11th or something that year. Yeah. So anyways. You got like the bonus thank- stop. I didn't do the bonus stop because I was. I screwed up. It was my... I yeah. I, I, you, d- you did so it So right?
2: basically, I crushed little guy in the tactical races, and he crushes me in the pure, pure speed races.
0: And I had promoter legs. I wasn't able to participate. Otherwise, I would have won. So mm-hmm. great job. Uh, thanks for that email, uh, Sean. It was fantastic to we see. We totally
1: remember that from... It um, was a couple years later when it was really cold, and um, uh, I got first, Spencer got second, and uh, Tim dropped out about... Mm-hmm. 23 seconds into the race yeah i'm sorry guys spencer are riding i went straight to the bar i went straight Uh, to dan kelly's looking at each other being like where's tim looking back should we wait where's tim we We uh, had this plan where is he (laughs) um so we'll we'll use this to segue right into the biggest
0: story the biggest haters in all of the twitter sphere is not just on valverde it is on the red hook crit which was this past weekend no breaks all fixed gears in Red Hook, Brooklyn, and once again, it was pretty amazing. What did not happen, stalled motorcycle at the start line. So that was that's, a success. That's a plus, yeah. But talk about marketing coup. It seemed to be the biggest criterion in all of the U.S., even though Athens Twilight's also going on, and people were all like, ooh, Athens Twilight, which can't even control pedestrians walking across the street, causing crashes <laughs> and all other types of damage. But we still hate on the Red Hook crit. That is the future of racing. I don't care what anyone says, but criterium racing is is gonna be fixed gear crits. It is fast. It is exciting. There's carnage. Most people seem to somewhat walk away from it. Uh, well, anyways, do you guys want the biggest, to say here?
2: The biggest thing about it is that the millennials are into it. You know, yes. And if if, if 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 that's who's missing from USA Cycling's uh, member base, if that's who's missing from you know getting getting these types of events promoted and put on to social media and everywhere else like that's who you need to engage and this race definitely captures their attention um but yeah looks like it went off without a hitch as usual uh i was not there this week uh i was there two years ago and tried to qualify and i could not and i was disappointed in myself i said man at that point like i was still riding my bike a little bit i'm still a cat too like i should be able to qualify against these hipster kids no problem couldn't do it watched the finale it was incredibly fast was happy i wasn't out there having to suffer along and uh, looked at looked through the results afterwards and was like oh there's a bunch of uh, ex-world tour dudes racing here <laughs> i know like no wonder <laughs> i didn't qualify okay this makes more sense this isn't just a bunch of hipsters from la and brooklyn and stuff like racing each other like this
0: is this is legit real racing but there's also yeah. this whole fact of it spencer that it introduces people to racing. And there are other events that do this that I feel sometimes like some are a little bit more lofty. But the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl, I got into bike racing because of Alley Cat Racing that then was like, oh, I should ride the track. I ride a fixed gear, no brakes. But the other one that has captured the heart of the, uh, the US seems to be, for all these years, a little 500 in Indianapolis, and people love that. They've got coaster brake bikes, but it's still pretty much the same thing as the Twilight Crit. Or, sorry, is the uh, Red Hook Crit, no? Yeah,
1: yeah, so, sort of, yeah. Bunch of I
0: weirdos mean,
2: on single speeds doing something weird, but it's it's cool to watch, and it's fun to watch. But, yeah, it, it's weird, like, how the Little 500 has always kind of gotten, like, good press, probably because of Breaking Away, like, yeah, not, it, you know. like yeah. And everybody loves it, and there's some nostalgia there, but, like, Red Hook Crit comes along, and it's maybe a modern take on the same kind of thing and uh and it gets it just kind of gets shit on <laughs> in general by most <laughs> bike racing fans yeah until until like velonews is like well we have to write an article about it because it's you know we need content and then they do and and so you, you kind of get this weird love hate relationship with the a mainstream cycling media or whatever which, and which
0: seems so small anyway right when you think about yeah. like we're like we're such a segmented uh universe of riding bikes yeah but i can't even tell you like i had to google today if there was a uci mountain bike world cup well turns out there was a downhill but like i didn't even know because i couldn't even see that on you know a variety of the cycling websites that i check daily because they're so segmented and and you're like where does this red hook crit fit
2: yeah Uh, yeah that's the thing like where does does it? it fit i don't know but the event having been there is incredible. It's so well attended they, by fans. It's so well attended by athletes, and the production value is through the roof. It's it's better produced than U.S. Nationals, like or USA. Was,
0: it's it's beyond USA Crits. Can oh, we also yeah. talk about the sponsorships that they bring in outside sponsors. They're not just it's Rockstar Games. If you like Grand Theft Auto, they're also sponsoring a Crit. And then you yeah. also had was uh, thrown down this year. I mean, this is the future where people are putting in a lot of money to sponsor this race. Right. It's pretty right. incredible.
2: Well, and the thing about it is is that it's made for TV, right? Like, this format is perfect for television. Like, it's not too complicated. Like, the tour is beautiful, and I love it, but it's freaking complicated. Like, you can't explain that to somebody and have them get into it that afternoon and yeah. it's, well, like, four hours long every day.
0: <laughs> can I can I ask you a question on that, though, Spencer? Oh. Do you feel, though, that the Red Hook crit is a little too um, crash-porny on it, right? Like, because you know how NBC Sports, it's all they put up is the advertising of the crashing? Like, I'm sorry, not yeah. all of what they put up, but a lot of what they do. They always show the – is is the Red Hook crit a little too much of that, do you think? Because like, that is something that seems to be kind of pushed – in this, in the social media sphere, like some of these, well, the yeah, that happens. I mean, that happens with with everything. Like with NASCAR, okay. all you see is
2: the crashing, right? Like, but you know, there's more to the to the quote unquote sport than that. Like with the uh, with the with the World Wrestling Federation, Tim, you know, you see all you see is the body slams, but you know, there's a lot of tactics going on behind that. You know, there's a lot of technical. Right? Yeah. I mean, did I tell you guys <laughs> about
0: lines, when the big show nice. was versus Bray? W- oh, sorry, um, yeah. And Spencer, you did bring up NASCAR. I do want to point out Jimmy Johnson, fantastic follow on Strava. I highly recommend anyone that's on Strava follow Jimmy Johnson for two reasons. One is he rides his bike probably more than you do already, yeah. usually from the NASCAR track that he's at for the week or the weekend. And then he also uploads his actual race, like the NASCAR race to Strava. So it will be Whoa. like 500 miles covered at 200 <laughs> miles an hour average. And then you see his heart rate. It's, it's great. Highly recommend following Jimmy Johnson on Strava. Um, That's incredible. <laughs> tell him the slow ride podcast sent you on the uh, Strava when you leave the comment. Cause it's great. You should totally check it out. Little guy. We were talking a little bit earlier about, um, yep. you know, kind of how we had to start the podcast. And one of the, one of the joys that we do have on this podcast. And a lot of people talk about is, uh, you know, eBay and kind of what you have on your eBay watch list. Now, I You guys know I'm not the biggest eBay guy. Like, I always find myself asking you for help. Mm-hmm. So I can be very short and tell you what I am watching for on eBay because it just doesn't exist. But I do find myself searching it all the time. It's not on my list because it doesn't exist. Yeah. But I I want the full Seiko Kappa kit, including the hat. So I'm more uh, of a – you guys are more okay. tech guys, right? You guys are into the bikes and kind of the cool stuff that's out there. I want the Seiko kit, the all-red – because the more and more I think about it, it's probably one of my favorite kits that's been around since I've become a cycling fan. That's got to um, be out there.
1: Those they must have sold in a lot triple of
0: those. extra large. Like still not, you know. I know yeah. I'm looking for the dad bod, uh, that, but uh, well, you're it's only just gonna get there yet.
1: You're only you might as well just buy it when you find it in triple extra large. You know, just for the day it does fit. You're that old dude on the bike. So. We're all eventually going to be that old guy that we see out on the ride that has the scrawny legs, the scrawny arms, and the big belly. And you're like, "How did that happen?" It just does.
0: Yeah. I, okay. I mean, I just I I do look for it. I just don't see yeah. it, and it's you know
2: the uh, is that the Ulrich look there that you're describing there, little guy?
1: Yeah, it's called the Ulrich.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought so.
1: so yeah, you tell Tim... your personal trainer. I'm going for the Ulrich. <laughs> and yeah,
2: I, I can't can't do anything about it. Just. Need to stay sort of fast.
0: <laughs> and the other things that I have been looking for yeah. uh, have okay. been pretty much Klein attitude uh, mountain bikes, yeah. right? So every now and then I look them on there, and you obviously you guys got me into that
1: too. But it's shocked just, at the price,
0: I'm a little shocked. So is there another brand that you guys would recommend that I should go after that uh, has cool flashy paint? Obviously from the 90s. I got one I can for you. Can kind of hit that what Barracuda. Barracuda. All right. Just, just, is that going to be more expensive, though?
1: No, no. It's going to be way cheaper. Do a little walk down the Barracuda way. Way cheaper, but the graphics are pretty nice, man. You're going now, to... is that
0: – then it's not related to the former Garmin Sharp Barracuda cycling team?
1: No, I, do, I don't even know what that was. That's the, That was the problem with that advertising. Do you guys know what that Barracuda was?
0: I think it was no. – wasn't it a uh, computer security firm or something like that? Oh, that's no
1: that sounds no pretty idea. good. It's like the All Cobra right. that keeps your, keeps your car safe. All right,
0: Barracuda, yeah. I'll start looking. So, uh, little guy, do you have anything uh, cool right now on your current eBay watch list?
1: I have um, not the most exciting thing, but I went to a little bike swap today that was in the neighborhood, and I picked up a pair of Suntour XC Comp brakes minus a lot no. of the parts <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that
2: seems about right part so, for the course <laughs>
1: but here's the thing uh, it was arms um and bushings and all the pad holders and stuff and for some reason straddle wires for five dollars for for a full set i just don't have springs i don't have mounting bolts and there's like a a nut that tensions them because they don't whatever the way they tension so i need this special bit so i need a few bits mm. so i only paid five bucks And they came with good brake pads. So those brake pads went on my current XC comp brakes (laughs) that are on my bike. So now I've got an extra pair. So now I've got my eye on eBay for
2: bits. So this is like uh, having a Vanagon and then a parts Vanagon.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, I saw that bag. I saw this bag. It's at $5. (laughs) And I was like, those are Suntour brakes. I grabbed it. And I was like, they're not complete. But I was like, two pairs of brake pads for $5 is a good deal. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So you – did, so I did the at- seller
0: did the yeah. seller see you coming and then upped it to five dollars on the parts?
1: No, it or said five on the not, bag. It was already. Did on the, the seller bag. know what they were? I mean, I guess, I'm sure. they Because well, I knew. feel that
0: sometimes at bike swaps, there's a lot of people like me that would just be like, ah, "I don't need that. I just need it out there." And then you could come up and be like, Oh, "Well, I'll take I that." Think she,
1: I think she knew. I think I mean she okay. had a lot of nice stuff on her table. Um, I think these were five dollars because they were com- just bits of them. <laughs> they were, so they were pretty low have, on parts. Now,
2: did you not open the bag, inspect them carefully, like adjust you're like, the hey, glasses? You're missing some
1: parts here. It uh, looks
2: like uh, looks like there's some parts. But will you take three uh, dollars?
1: <laughs> no, I was so excited um, at five that I was willing uh, to go so for that. You I, blew uh, your cover. I did blow my cover. You know, she, she tried <laughs> to sell me. She had another bag of breaks. She was like, uh, "How about these?" Um, and they were just. You some, look like,
2: like a sucker. How about another set of broken brakes?
1: But then well, they weren't broken, so I was compl- I was completely uninterested. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's a bag full of Tektro brakes. I don't care." I uh, this broken bag of SunTour. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm looking for. I actually got some good stuff at this swap. I got some nice diecomp levers. I got a different diecomp canty brake. Um, How big was this Kind of loaded up on the canties. It was small. There was um, seven or eight tables. Where was it at? It was over at the Midtown, at the like by okay. the brewery and, and, and stuff over there today. So um, I got and I got Caitlin a saddle for five dollars, the uh, kind of WTV saddle she likes. Mm. So you can't beat that, five bucks. Nice. Yeah.
0: So that's not bad. Well, so it looks like uh, so you're looking for some brake parts, all of that. Uh, yeah. Once again, people can always tweet us with what they have on their eBay watch list. Spencer, anything of a uh, note for yourself on the old uh, <coughs> eBay that I should start looking? Because last time you we were here, Spencer, having this uh, yeah. exact conversation, you told me about the Bianchi uh, push Single Speed yep. rebuilt, and it it did not sell. But they relisted the item, and it still probably is way overpriced.
2: Yeah, there's a Bass up right now, actually, for 500 which is more reasonable, but... I kind of want the disc brake version rather than the uh, rim brake, but it would be a good bar bike for you, Tim. Five hundred bucks. All
0: right. Well, I will. Um, I may actually the... look at that. Thanks.
2: Yeah. So the thing that's actually on my uh, on my watch list that I think maybe you should look into, Tim, if you can fit a medium, uh, because I think I would want a small. Is there is a vintage nineteen eighty seven. World Series Minnesota Twins oh. chalk line uh, satin jacket nice. with the World Series patch and embroidery on the
0: chest. But it's that... 1987
2: though, right? Oh, yeah, 87. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the one I went to three games of. So See, the I won 91 because
0: I was at game seven of 91. So... Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, I at, man. I... I was at
2: one, two, and six. It's I... $69. Nice. I think uh... I should probably get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but don't bid it up. As soon as it gets to seventy, it's out. You, you yeah. can't buy it anymore. <laughs>
2: that's pretty. The cool. problem, yeah, the problem is the shipping's twelve ninety nine, and that's that's where he's trying to make his money. So twelve. <laughs> I
0: can't. I can't justify that. You're crazy, oh, man. I, it, I'm going to start looking at nineteen ninety one gear. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could find like a twin starter jacket with the ninety one uh, patch on the side, or if I could just find a autographed Kent Herbeck poster of him um tagging ron gant oh first man place. why did the they not make a of
1: poster of that you know they, they made did. a bobblehead of it <laughs> there's I'm, no uh, poster of that that would be the best poster.
2: <laughs> there has to so, be so we can yeah anyway if we get our, enough donors to the White angle podium maybe we can buy the licensing to the photo and produce our own poster oh that would be so great. we
0: haven't thrown a state under the bus in a while but can we that's just pretty true. much throw all of Atlanta Braves nation under the bus because oh, Ron yeah, Gantt was yeah, clearly yeah. out at that He's situation, and <laughs> Kent Herbeck is the
1: hero of the people? Is clearly out.
2: <laughs> I think that's fair, and I think you'll probably catch the most heat for that being the closest, uh, you know, geographically to it. Yeah. So I'm
1: I okay. I hope with you got to go there for work sometime soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, once again, it was a pleasure to talk to you. And more importantly, the Giro is coming. Cycling is about to get real once again. Yep. And uh, you can follow along. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod to find out the code for our Velo Games Fantasy League. We are going to have some great prizes. I tweeted um, that
2: out, so it's out there.
0: Little guy, on the spot, who is going to win the 2017 Giro d'Italia?
1: Postevo. Oh Jesus! Wow, it's a hope, Spencer. A hope. Spencer, hope. you can wow. already knock it out of Here's the park. The no matter
0: what you say, you the can Italians... just make a little guy look
1: a little no, ridiculous. I Italians thought... need this. It's probably going to be to Bali. I'm saying my real is I thought,
2: is yeah, I thought I was going <laughs> out of the limb because I was going to say nabali and I was like, yeah, that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> it is a bit of a stretch,
1: but I'm hoping, man. <laughs> that's my real hope. My super fantasy hope is Postevo. Okay. okay, well, you're crazy. Spencer, how, uh, I'm I would, not picking a Dutchman. Come on.
2: Well, I was, I was just going to amend that and say, yeah, Nabali's my, my stretch pick, I guess, but it's probably going to be Kroiswick. That's that's what I think. All right. Or Kelderman. Kelderman, seventh place.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Timmy, who are you picking? Dylan. All right. Tunes. Come on. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. sorry. I am <laughs> going to pick Nairo Quintana for the double. It's going to be amazing. He's going to look so good in pink, and it's going to make cycling fantastic
1: again that's Very uh cycling back to the dutch thing spencer you tweeted a picture out the other day uh, i did lax airport i just want to make sure that all of our uh listeners that gave me shit for mentioning that the dutch were tall just <laughs> uh-huh. cycle back through that photo there spencer it was uh Just a little infomercial on the wall for some reason, talking about how tall the Dutch people were. Delta Airlines
2: just had some infographics, factoids about uh, random places and people of the world, and they they
0: called the Dutch the tallest.
1: Thanks for having my back, Delta. (laughs) sorry i just bought airline tickets on a different airline
0: we got some uh well once again we'd like to thank everyone for listening to the slow ride podcast also like to thank people sending in emails rudy cycling art sent in a nice uh poem commemorating uh scarponi we will post Uh an image of that on our twitter account um later today and so thanks again for that We also like to remind you, no matter what, to wave at all of your fellow cyclists, like a listener of the pod, Sean Heb sent our way. You can even join the Strava Club, which means that you're not too pro to wave at your fellow cyclists, no matter if they're in a recumbent, if they're on one of those trikes, whatever. They're riding bikes. Have some fun. Wave. Share the love. We'd also like to thank the subscribers to the Wide Angle Podium Network, wideanglepodium.com to find out more, healthiq.com slow ride to find out on how to save money on your life insurance. Yep, and yep. Um, pretty sure I just nailed it, guys. Am I forgetting anything?
2: Yeah, BK One from Ryan Sayers Entertainment does the intro and outro music. Uh, we'd like to give him a big shout out. So that's right. Thanks and, to Brandon for that.
0: And, and after uh, 153 episodes, um, we're getting better at this every single day. Just a little bit. Just so a little bit. With that, we'd like to bid you adieu.
2: The Slow Ride Podcast. Thanks. Advice and rumors straight from the source. The Slow ride and
3: on Twitter at the Slow Ride pod.
2: Hey, this is Tom Sampson. We're hanging out at uh, Sea. Sia- yeah, see you do uh, So
3: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stare right into your eyes.
2: When I say this. <laughs>